everyone, and welcome to another episode of Friends, Facts, and Fiction. As always, this podcast is made possible by our local convenience stores, the misappropriation of history, and you. And now to your hosts, Justin Hammonds, Grant Bramlett, and Drew Shellnut. What's up? What's happening, world? This is a podcast called Friends, Facts, and Fiction. Season 3, episode 11, 12. 12. We just went over this. Yeah. Season 3, all about psychology. I missed that line. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm Justin Hammonds. I'm looking at my boy Drew Shelton. What up? And my boy Grant Bramlett. That's up. up. <laughs> <laughs> and we have, again, two beautiful ladies on the podcast today. Miss Anley Kingston is here. Hello. <laughs> and our on-set producer, Grant's wife, Grace Higginbotham. Yeah, she's here. finally joining us uh, for a while. Grace Bramlett hey, Higginbotham. Brambotham Higlet. Brambotham Higlet. <laughs> that is awesome. Or as uh, our friend Sam Capazzo calls us, Miss Hubba Bubba. Oh, Miss Hubba Bubba. <laughs> that yeah, that will forever be the nickname. For Shout her. out to Sam Capazzo. I think we got a, a, a D&D podcast. We do. Talks with that dude. On the way. Um, but anyway, today is all about the psychology of cults and belief and like all that good stuff. So um, we have... Only here because she has a history, and and I'll let her talk about if that. If we want to call it that, I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll, not, let her t- I'll let her tell her the, story. I'll give her, not she can give a synopsis there. of her life. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> not for the purpose of, of offending <laughs> oh, certain cool. individuals, but yeah. uh, to yeah. me, it's it's kind of a cult. It's kind of a cult, but that's okay. 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 Well, um, yeah. <laughs> so before we get into, uh, you know, all the intro, only and the document that mm-hmm. Drew has authored this week, mm-hmm. um, we're going to let Drew do the S O D O W song of the day of the week. Yeah. yeah. So here we go. I'm not even intro. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not going to intro it because like you guys don't know what it is. <laughs> no, I've never no, heard no, it. Before. Oh no, no one in here has ever heard this song. Okay. Wink, wink. And um, also, I need to add to the playlist that I, we created for Spotify. Yeah. Oh, songs of the day of the week. Your job. Fiction, you mean you're supposed to do your job. Hey, first of all. Wow. Been working a lot lately. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, but go on Spotify, people, and you can hear all the songs of the day of the week. On a playlist, it's called "Songs of the Day of the Week." Apparently, up to a certain Clever. point, though, up to you about well, right now, like three episodes ago. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, it's the, cool. That's the, still the, a know, lot of the, music. The 13, That's three seasons what, 12, of music. Twelve or thirteen people that listen. Mm, I'm, I'm sure. sure they, I'm sure mm-hmm. they know. Anyway, yeah. Take these broken wings <laughs> and learn to fly again. Is this new? Yeah. So okay. Free. Yeah. When we I can, I can just feel the 80s on that. Just, uh, mm, yes. Just in there. And uh, mm. if you guys don't know, that's a brand new song by Mr. Mister. <laughs> <laughs> called Broken Wings. Hey, there's <laughs> another dumb name. Yep, Mr. Uh, Mister. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, <laughs> Mr. Mister. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, Grandma, you know the Mr. Mister lady? I think I killed her. <laughs> For all you out there, um, that's a movie. Um, 
Reference. The reference that uh, you should know. Hey, oh. Hey, There's there's, uh, mm -hmm. there, there's youth out there that have no idea about the last not five me minutes of this podcast. Here. <laughs> <laughs> there's people out there that are like, what? Oh, your fingers hurt? Now your back's about to hurt. You just pulled <laughs> landscaping <laughs> duty. <laughs> oh, my God. Gilmore Productions. How did Adam sound like he can ball, bro? Yeah. Like he can shoot. He can he basketball. Can. He's a baller. Really? Like legit. Yeah. People hmm. find him like in polos and fucking gym shorts balling on random courts. That's hilarious. All the time. Yeah. That seems like something Sandler would do. Pretty fucking badass. Yeah. yeah. He literally like will stop on the sidewalk and like have a conversation with people. Like, ah, blah, blah, and he'll like stop and like, so it was good. You know what I mean? Like kick it. Like very um, Tom Hanks, Keanu Reeves type of way. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just a dude. Well, Calm down, is. and that's great. That Come hang exactly. out with me yeah. exactly. as a person. Like, you want to do a pickup game? Scragging. I had a really, really bad argument at work the other day with someone that um, said that they really were off-put by Tom Hanks, who's my favorite actor. Oh, um, because yeah. he's there's too much good going on with him. They the think fuck? that he is evil, and mm. there's something behind. Oh, it. yeah, he's a he's, he's, he's in the baby cult. He's eating oh, babies. Well, speaking yeah. of cults, you got to eat a couple babies. Yeah, it's it's the. <laughs> You the don't do elite. such a good job with Castaway without eating a couple of babies. Well done! <laughs> it's the elite cabal of Hollywood actors and corporate CEOs out there that run the world mm -hmm. uh -huh. and drink the blood of babies. Yeah. Because that is what some people think. You know. Speaking of psychology of cults. Well, yeah, we're, we're in it now. We're, we we're, are in we're it. We're all the way in it now. Well, yeah. uh, anyway, like I was saying, uh, if Ollie would like to bless us with... Her synopsis oh boy, of her life. a whole synopsis. Well, you know, run down why, why you're here. Oof. Well, I'm here because I'm assuming because I know a thing or two about Mormonism. I was raised Mormon, um, left when I was 20 or 19, but those 19 years were a weird time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still imagine. kind of you know, breaking them down and deprogramming and reprogramming in yeah. a lot of ways. But I could only imagine. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, it's, I've never been on a podcast before, so I might be shit at this. Can I, <laughs> I can curse, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, no. We're, we, we're we not just, on like. We just had a whole four episodes about <laughs> sex. National so. Yeah. <laughs> Have we not cursed yet? So far we in the have, intro. Can someone just do it to like Fuck. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. the juxtaposition yeah. of those bots right there. That's nice. so safe now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. <laughs> Un unplanned, by the way. That's but yeah, I I was twenty when it finally hit me that, you know, I'd subscribed to this thing that determined all of the decisions that I made in my life. And up until that point, I mm -hmm. hadn't really made very many on my own. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's kind of the whole thing with Mormonism. And I have to be careful because most of my family and a lot of my friends are still in the church. But what I always kind of bring it back to is like, you know, if we were all just thinking more for ourselves religion wouldn't be as damaging and as powerful as it has become. That's true. And that's kind of what's happened with Mormonism is like, it's, I don't, I don't know that I would say it's a cult, but it's definitely a culture yeah. of its mm -hmm. own yeah. that mm -hmm. is, you know, kind of isolated from the rest of the world in some ways. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I mean, that's but, how they have their power is isolate you, you know? Yeah. Mm. In some ways. But then at the same time, 
you know, they have kids that leave. And so I'm hopeful that there's room to grow, but I'm also ready to throw them under the bus for the sake of this podcast. Right. Hey, you guys. Honestly, there you go. Well, there's that. Yeah. And I mean, you know, something I think that's always important to remember is that uh, the word cult has a negative connotation to it in general, just the way that we use it. But I mean, it's, it just means a religion. I mean, it's just a spiritual or a set of Following. beliefs that a, a group of people utilize. You know what I mean? Right. And so, you know, you have like crazy sex cult or crazy death cult or Christianity. Mm-hmm. I mean, they yeah. are all technically the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, it's a group of belief. It, right. yeah, yeah, it falls in that group think right. Definitely. mentality. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And if you believe that what you moving towards and living towards and for is for good then there's a lot of emphasis and a lot of like oh natural kind of proclivity to be like that that's good yeah like we're moving in the right direction and there the church is definitely like they're all co-conspirators and trying to reach this like paradise and this world of just total psychological herd immunity yeah yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. They, that's really what they're striving for. Man, that's, that's, what what uh, is the zenith for like Mormonism? <coughs> well, that's where it starts to get a little weird. Yeah, it's like the beliefs about so the the church's entire slogan, I guess, or what is so um, appealing about the faith is that families can be together forever through Heavenly Father's plan. And mm-hmm. Heavenly Father's plan on this earth is kind of some of the stuff that you guys already know about Mormonism. But sure. if you can make it following all of those commandments, you end up in in one of four places in heaven. The highest place that Mormons are striving toward and that they believe they're already, you know, going to go to is the place where their families can be together forever. Mm-hmm. And what they receive is their own planet, their own kingdom, you know, an array of wives, and then they are their own God, essentially. Right. And in that kingdom, the celestial kingdom, they're really just hanging out with other Mormons. You know, they're they're ex- sure. really exclusive in that way. Right. So I just I don't get I've never understood the concept of heaven. Because it would be boring. Very quickly. Oh my gosh! You know I, I mean? don't want to hang out with like all the wards that I <laughs> went to. There's some real. There's yeah, some sure. Real people there. I mean, <laughs> excluding Mormonism, just in general, the idea of yeah. like eternal paradise sounds horrific. I mean, maybe I'm too much of a cynic, but like, not necessarily. Could you imagine like well, day so, after speaking, day speaking after reality, day yeah, forever? Be, you know, it's yeah. everything's perfect. Yeah. It's the, the good place. Well, that Dude, I would last for like. <laughs> a I don't know, a week, two weeks, maybe. It's not an appealing package to me. No. That's for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> and the concept see... of existing forever is hard. Yeah. Have too. you seen The Good Place? I love that show. We love yeah. So you the would, good you would place. definitely be more of a cheaty in The Good Place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. I, yeah. And I would be a Janet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love Janet. <laughs> All knowing. Not a person. Janet. Not a person. <laughs> not a person. <laughs> also, not a person. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. The, the concept of heaven has always been challenging. Um, I grew up with some going to church. Mm-hmm. It was never 
regimented and it was like, you're seven, we're going to go to church every few weeks. And then 15, 16 kind of came back around to a non-denominational church, Mm -hmm. which was fine. And the message of that particular church was fairly inclusive Mm -hmm. and, you know, more so loving and Jesus's word instead of kind of the intense uh, Old Testament slash mm-hmm. um, hateful things that yeah. have happened in the, in the, the Bible. Fire if you, and brimstone. Yeah. And uh, then eventually after like 16, 17, you're like, I, personally, I was like, this just doesn't, I don't necessarily follow. But yep. the idea of heaven has always been, like Grant said, boring or like just wouldn't you want to see more or wouldn't you want it to be finite? Like the finality is what makes this life so wonderful is that it does end. Right. And besides there's that classic joke that everyone who's actually fun and worth hanging out with is definitely not up there. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm sure my favorite people that have lived are not up there. Mm -mm. Well, also the the likes of like Jimi Hendrix and shit. Right. Probably not up there. Nah. (laughs) No, Hendrix is definitely not there. Um, the, the not in the Mormon heaven. <laughs> Big facts. One of the biggest things that that made me question uh, Christianity, because you know my dad, the Southern Baptist preacher, um, is <clears throat> when I realized. Um, so you know, there's King James mm-hmm. version of the Bible, and then the NIV. And which I always called the new and improved version. My dad used to get so pissed off. Oh, yeah, that is a really good way to piss off a Southern Baptist. Oh, he got so pissed (laughs) off. He was just like, I was like, yeah, I know, Dad. But when he got pissed off, it made me go, wait a minute. There are two versions of this. Mm -hmm. What do you have to change? Why should you have to change doctrine if it's Mm -hmm. doctrine? Mm -hmm. If If it's something that you have to change to make people, like, you're just coaxing a different crowd now well it's always been an interpretation it's essentially the, yeah uh, yeah i mean it's it's always been an interpretation but it's also like bro it's all why like cool should you sci-fi stories bro <laughs> if you take it back to like, well and i also worked with this, this chick the Bible, yeah. this chick just left work um and she was oh my god zealot to the max um super cool chick bartender but flip side insanely mm. like carried around this little book that was called A Thousand Demons and Angels. And she was like, so this angel is actually what we perceive as Orion. Um, Blah, 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 this, that, and the other. And I'm like, she goes, and it's so cool because it's like science fiction, but it's real because it's in the Bible. And I went, let me stop you right there. (laughs) (laughs) I said, I'm not getting getting into an argument with this. But number one, none of that shit in that book is in the Bible. Right. And she goes, excuse me? And I said, pull your Bible out. Mm-hmm. And she, she was like, well, I don't have it on me. And I was like, you should. Because <laughs> uh, I've read it about three or four times. Yeah. And uh, none of that's in the Bible. And she was just like, well, I, 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 and I was like, no. And it, it is funny because of the sci-fi thing, because it is sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. But also, more importantly, has she never seen a movie? You carry it in your breast pocket in case you get shot. Duh. Obviously. It'll save your Duh. life. It'll sh- it stops <laughs> it, bullets. The, uh... Well, it sucks the bullet towards it. Well, yeah. the King, only the King James version. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> only the ornery mean version right, of the right. Bible. <laughs> <laughs> the ornery one. That's the coolest thing about uh, my one of my favorite films, Idlewild, is Roosters uh-huh. uh, fucking... Uh, 
stack of money in his oh um, stack of money that's right in his um in his uh, much more useful Mm -hmm. in his flask like Mm saving from a bullet it's like a nice turn on that classic trope of keep your bible by your heart it's amazing how often like people reference these things in the bible but if you bring it up and add a question to that Mm -hmm. typically Mm -hmm. the response is like well you're taking it out of context and Mm -hmm. then they expand on the doctrine and it's like wait aren't we not supposed to do that right Right. isn't that exactly not yeah no you you are correct it you it Mm -hmm. should it is it is doctrine and it is if you prescribe or subscribe to that faith, then you shouldn't ever question yeah. the written right. word. Yeah, you can I, live in a fish. I was uh, there's. I was called "shut up in color" in Sunday school. Nice. Yeah. Shut up Southern in color. Baptist You're as well. You're like, why does this yeah. happen yeah. this way? Yeah, and you're like, like, don't ask questions, just color your paper. Yeah. Well, the coolest shit ever happened to me as a kid in Sunday school. Uh, my Sunday school teacher, um, uh, she was good friends with James O. Jones. Oh, fantastic. He came out of the church one day and fucking... That's like, cool. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. This fucking beast of a man, like fucking Mufasa. Fucking Mufasa. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Darth Vader, bro, right? right? It was at my right. old country-ass church. Nazareth Baptist Church in fucking Op, Alabama, actually. Oh, op, op. oh shit. That shit was wild. She was good friends with him. That was pretty fucking odd. That was yeah, the coolest cool. thing that ever happened to me at church. <laughs> and I think, that, I, think those I was forced also, to sing songs which made me want to perform and then my mom was mad that I became a rapper right? and now she accepted <laughs> the fact that I, I did it because you literally made me sing <laughs> yeah. at church so I mean like I, I enjoyed yeah. it enough to like keep doing it in a different you know, path but what, what cracks me up about that is I can like see little Justin with his like um, Bruno Mars allure kind of a deal just <laughs> I was, ner- I was nervous as shit. I was nervous as shit. My mom made me do a solo song. I was nervous as hell. I was going to ask, did you perform on stage? Yeah. Did you oh, like, it was, it was like get in out? The, in the, you know, the church pew, mm-hmm. with the choir and all that, and then the, the pulpit. So it was like off to the side by the organ. And okay. my uncle actually was playing the drums. Uncle Dwight was playing mm-hmm. the drums. Mm-hmm. And I was off to the side, and I was singing Love Caravan. And it was all about this caravan for Jesus and how, like, if we move together, yeah. we can, like, yeah. I was nervous as shit, bro. It sounds like a P-Funk like song. Yeah, I was shaking the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, right. I just remember looking out and, like, seeing my mom and my dad, like, a few pews back, obviously. And um, my stepdad and all that, everybody was there. And I was just like, this is odd. Like, why are mm-hmm. y'all looking at me? Like, this is strange. Did and, you sing about Jesus? And, and, then, and then, you know, later on in life, I obviously embraced it, as you know. And, mm-hmm. uh... Anyway, so, you know, there's good things that come out of uh, mm-hmm. being a part of it, I guess. <laughs> sure, there certainly can but, be. But it builds some character. I mean, it's a psychological, uh, um, I don't know, it's, it's like a training of the brain to expect certain things from certain people. Mm-hmm. When you're in mm-hmm. church life, you know, like, people expect you to be a certain way, but, like, when you turn your back, people fucking change anyway. Yeah. Like, it's, there well, are certain I've never seen so it's much also within, It's also a good, know, like, uh, signifier of, like, people. who people, yeah, exactly, who people yeah. really are. Exactly. Because you'll, you'll get a, like, especially my last time in church that I went to of my own volition was uh, right when I got caught smoking weed in high school. That was mm-hmm. fun. And we were at a... Which is the most bu- the most bullshit denomination, non-denominational. Sure. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> You're just trying to dupe another group of people? Okay, cool. Wonderful. Yeah. It's about so, inclusivity. So, yeah. Mm. So we're there. <laughs> and the my one. mother, and this is like, <laughs> yeah. 
Roll tight on that one. Roll tight. We don't roll tight on that one. We roll tight. We got cheers. We got cheers. There we go. Yep. Anyway, about 300 people in this church. Um, so it's not a little guy. And my mother decides to walk up to the front. Do we have any prayer requests? Oh, right, right. And mom walks up to the front. <laughs> and I'm going, the fuck is I'm she like, doing? No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 mom. What is she doing? Oh, no. What the fuck is she doing? Hold on here. I'm not going to move on off real quick. I'm a ventriloquist. What the hell is she fucking trying on? God damn it. And she walks up there and, um, uh, Drew Shellnut, can you come up here? And yeah. I'm like, can so I come up cool. there? <laughs> May wait, I? Wait, wait, or you can I, which number high, one? But you're high at this point. Huh? You got caught smoking or you smoking before church? Oh, I smoked before church, too. Uh, okay, where is But no, I got caught smoking, uh, and yeah. I smoked the rest of it before I went yeah, to church. Yeah. But anyway. Um, God, that's so much worse. It was so good. It, it, it actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. oh my God. So, much, so many emotions. So, in, I'm sitting in there and I'm already just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just looking around looking like, around. this is a bunch of bullshit. All right. But cool. I say, I'm here, mom. These guys do trip. know how to build a building. They huh? sure <laughs> can build a 50 <laughs> foot ceiling for no reason in here. Yeah. <laughs> this thing, glasswork in here is amazing. Oh, this is immaculate. <laughs> Oh, you survived a plane crash. That's neat. Um, they got fans, they got fans for everybody. Oh, look, the chick that yeah. uh, that I like that won't talk to me at school, but will talk to me at church. That's nice. Um, they got programs so, and everything. Got called up there. Yeah, right. Got called up there and was laid hands upon mm. by about 100 people. Oh, came oh and my God. Up. God. And they were, like, trying to, like, formed, like, really? a laying hands on, like, circle around me to... Get the demon of yeah. marijuana. Right. Oh, your mom whatever. told him what. what oh, you had yeah. Done. She yes. walked up in Ooh, front of the entire shaming. fucking church mm-hmm. and said, My son's a drug addict. Fucking drug oh, no. And I was there before. In, so it was my mom, the pastor, and me. And then all these people started walking up. And I literally went, Fuck you guys, and just walked out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, made, I made my own line through yeah, the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, Fuck you guys. Part in the seas See? over there. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. So Moses so, over here, bitches. No. So was it, was, it, was it really a bonding moment? For, uh, for no, we family? didn't talk for a few years. No. Yeah. See, yeah. that would never happen in a Mormon church. Mormon churches are so much colder than that, that <laughs> if you've done something and you got caught, you know, you have to go confess it to the bishop and then they decide how long it's going to be until you can take sacrament again. <gasps> So sacraments Whoa. going around, you and know, and you? say you like, oh, right. you know, dry humped your boyfriend or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. That might be two weeks without taking sacrament. So your whole entire family, everybody in your church knows that you did something. Right. Uh, but yeah. but, not but they're not going to talk about what, what it is. Oh. That's the whole thing is like mm. generating secrecy yeah. and, you know, and shame. Just shame. like, like shame. the secrecy kind of plays into yeah. the mm-hmm. shame. It's like it also can fuck with your but psyche not, so hard. Yeah, I would not rather Jesus. have your, you know, level of shaming. No, that was that was that was that's mortifying. Com- completely embarrassing. Like it to the point that <clears throat> there's certain reasons why I won't go back to that town. Sure, and there is a perception of me. Mm-hmm by a lot of people there because of that situation. 
Man. That's crazy. So So it it still persists. Oh, 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 yeah. Because of your family's stature and your dad's stature. I am the black sheep. I am a piece of shit. You're like the triple black sheep. Mm -hmm. Oh, big time. You mean you went from you went Dark from colors, a Southern yeah. Baptist family to a heavy metal band, death metal, death, death metal, metal band, band yeah. that toured the fucking world. That checks yeah. out. <laughs> like, yeah, that bro. checks out. Uh, in my opinion, t- teenage like, years are pretty well for. But they do say preachers' kids are the craziest ones. Yeah, hey, because preachers' daughters are the freakiest yeah. ones. Too. Well, I don't know. I don't want to say that because my sister. I have a sister. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even want to think about She's anything. Never mind. Gloss over that. Anyway, we are just gonna slide beneath hot facts. I will say. She's a heavier reefer chiefer than I am, though. Well, there you go. Which oh, so I never thought would changed. happen. Huh? <laughs> the the confession just threw you further into you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this I'm... It's a devil's lettuce yeah. addiction. The, yeah. the, the wacky The devil of marijuana's in my oh, dick. left hand tobacco. <laughs> or somewhere, wherever the demons live. Those jazz it's cigarettes. It's your penis, I'm pretty it's sure. Because yeah. don't guys think with that? Yeah. Okay. We learned that in the At past least yeah. half episodes. the time. Yeah. Uh, right. I was taught butthole, but... Mm. Uh, <laughs> there's that mm. the cave of wonders let <laughs> <laughs> me that uh, oh, OG family guy what is it it's like well we're, we're Catholic when we're talking about the potty training book it's like oh well then you want this you're a naughty little child and that's concentrated yep. evil coming out the back of you <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's um, um, George Carlin yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> All right, so we will but jump in. Anyway, we're going to have these high effects. Uh, the psychology behind joining cults. Yeah, so crazy, weird, scary. Yeah. Whatever side you're on, cults have a fascinating allure all their own. True. Obviously, no one is going to think that they could be duped into joining one, but as many successful cults that there are out there, that kind of begs to differ, you know? Mm-hmm. Who really are these people that could have and have fallen for this, guys? Or moreover, what does psychology have to say about the state of mind that it takes to be in this or have this fall? So the first attraction is that cults offer an illusion of comfort. Obviously, humans Mm -hmm. desire comfort. And in a fearful and uncertain world, obviously, many turn into cults because they tend to promote exactly that. Uh, John, pra- uh, John Patrick Pedersen, a psychologist at Caltech, has pointed out that cult leaders often make promises that are totally unattainable, but also offered by no other group in society. Yep, that checks wow. out. Yep, so things like total health, constant peace of mind, financial security, eternal life, mm-hmm. uh, essentially what we at the deepest depths of humanity all want. It's a desire. Yeah. Yeah, security, comfort, and uh, longevity. Yeah. yeah. And love. Yeah, and They're love. We like all kind of want that. Acceptance. Initially, yeah. Exactly. Yep. These people love me mm-hmm. for who I am. Yeah, but... They're going to take me to the next step. None of those things level. can be handed to you. No one person can just say, here. Oh, it's not tangible at all. You know what I mean? No. It, like It's at best is something that you have to actively work on yourself to be able to attain some semblance of. So... It's just, it's always been so baffling to me. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, it is odd. Well, okay. next is that cults satisfy the human desire for absolute answers. Today's mm-hmm. world is not the easiest to navigate through, obviously, with more abstract obstacles than black and white ones. Uh, from Psychology Today, Dr. Adrian Furnham says that humans crave clarity. 
many people join cults because they believe they're being offered solid, absolute answers for questions such as good versus evil, religion, the meaning of life, politics, etc. Many cult leaders promote messages that are simple and uh, seem to make sense, the exact opposite of what we're often provided with a typical everyday life. The next thing is that people with low self-esteem are often taken advantage of. Yep. It's definitely vulnerable people. That's honestly, out of all of my research that I did, and, and this is not as heavy and as much as Grant had to do the last few weeks, but like that being said, the reason behind that is self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. at the core, that's where people get got. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're giving you, <coughs> like she said, um, acceptance. That that mm-hmm. thought of like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm actually worth something right. now mm-hmm. because yeah. of uh, I'm in this. Or you know the, I mean? the idea of redemption. redemption. Yeah. You know, if you are vulnerable or if you've made some <coughs> choices in your life as a, you know, cognizant young adult to adulthood and you're like dang i'm not really going down down the path that i thought i would be on mm-hmm. or that i want to be on you are in a very ripe environment to be manipulated yeah, yeah. for sure within a cult yeah. style mentality or group you know right. you've Especially got almost time promises, brainwashing. promises mm-hmm. yeah they're like we'll give you this mm-hmm. we'll give you these things we'll give you these Treasures oh, yeah. and it's, and oh, it's always be loyal and be present. Yeah, yeah. follow these tenets. Always unattainable promises as well, mm-hmm. which is the allure, I guess. Right. It is unfortunate for sure. It is, um, <clears throat> but you know, a lot of people are usually uh, surprised to learn that people who join cults are average people. Mm-hmm. It's not just you know crazy Jane it's, with yeah, fourteen it's not, cats. It's not crazy over there. extreme. It's just you know, fucking regular so, everyday people. Bro. Yeah. Real quick, what what's the number of cats to become crazy cat lady? Okay, so I've thought I've actually thought about this before. Six. Um, you think six is the number? Six. Okay, okay. I'm gonna go with because you can have like three outdoor cats and three inside cats. Uh, no, no. Okay. That, I think that's when it, you start to get crazy when you have outdoor and indoor. I was gonna say. Mm. I think if, you if you're pushing four, four, yeah, four. I think take four. Your number. Okay. I think okay. four because then. You are devoting a lot of time yeah. to the four personalities of those cats, whether they are indoor uh, or outdoor. Honestly, <laughs> I've had a relation with crazy cat lady, but well, a cat lady. Let's say she's crazy, but um, sure? the wake up. Well, how many always, cats did she have? She had four. Well, so you're four. Getting, close, mm. but getting close. It's to always the like so fucking like uncomfortable waking up at her house because like yeah, there's a cat on your face thing. there's a cat mm-hmm. like on your crotch mm-hmm. somewhere they'll attack you while you're sleeping and they're scr- one scratching the door yeah. I'm like bro yeah. like, they do cr- they crawl under oh the sheets God. I pretty much won't go into a house that I know has more than two cats I just won't enter that's just smart because I'll just leave a jacked up person my yeah, yeah. <laughs> allergies and, and up my apartment yeah. right now Grant will get to see you tomorrow when we move yeah yeah um my male cat Sonny will not come out of the the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And if somebody's there, he will just has like actually hide. drawn blood from me oh. for trying to take him upstairs. How rude! Um, she only How she only loves Carolyn. Uh, uh, yeah, he, he only, he only loves. Carolyn. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and also I'm <laughs> pretty see. convinced that he thinks that since my sister came down to help us move with her dog, I'm pretty sure he thinks that my sister and her dog move upstairs, and we just moved in with her. Mm-hmm. He's because convinced he just, there's a dog still. He won't go up there. Yeah. Hmm. 
Got it. Interesting. I don't know how we got that far off track, but you say you say crazy, people, crap, crazy, like, crazy, cra- crazy, crazy crap, ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I anyway. did say crap, but yeah. Hey, this, I think if you have more than one, like more than a certain number of a lot of things, you could definitely attach the crazy to okay. so Madison. said things. Mm-hmm. Had five. They had five. Uh, I lived in a house I with mean, five cats and, and a large a dog. dog. Yeah, you know? that was a wild house. And seven people. Seven people. And I, I, would, for, I would forget how many cats she had house. and be like spooked when I just see one randomly. Like, <laughs> oh, I didn't know you were there. Like, damn, I forgot. She has see, cats I've heard everywhere that around cats the house. Release a chemical that actually creates madness in the human brain. Wouldn't doubt that it. what does cats. The some something in their urine, <coughs> not ammonia, but there's something in there that a lot apparently of they make you live longer. <laughs> cats do. <laughs> But you go crazy. So, it's a double edged sword. How do you balance it out? um, Some some other studies, like older people, if you get a cat, like you, it's like a comforting, Mm -hmm. like uh, anxiety healer. Like, yeah. That's why we have pets in general. Yep. It's very soft. Maybe cat lovers are a cult, actually. I I would not doubt it. I would agree. Hey. I would agree. Cat, <laughs> cat people, cat people want to be cats. Dog people want to just hang out with their dog. Yeah, I mean, I love cats. Objectively, they are awesome creatures. They are incredibly intelligent, and they're pretty much like independent. So they yeah. can just survive. Pretty much, yeah. pretty also, much independent. For all the listeners out there, you can go back and reference in our uh, episodes. We do a cat versus dog episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we sure did in a tweener <laughs> and. Uh, Drew's a cat person, Grant's a yeah. dog person. So that's right, baby. Dog so. person over here. I'm an animal person. I'm allergic yeah. to cats in a very limited level. Yeah, so I'm, now who here is a human person? <laughs> that's still out for debate. Uh, jury's still out on that. <laughs> Maybe <Yeah>. Justin. <laughs> uh, Justin. Yeah, Justin would be the closest. Yeah, to Justin that. is definitely yeah. the closest yeah. people person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in this room, yes, probably. I would argue yeah. that so. all of us would... Yeah. We've all been in the service industry long enough in yeah. the hospitality industry mm-hmm. to know yeah. that people are That's not the, the best. Terrible. No, people are not. I think everybody should work a service industry job for like yeah. two months mm-hmm. before they do anything else in their life. They should honestly make school. that like, Grant and I were talking about this, like a elective or a, a mandatory like thing in high school. Like yeah. between mm-hmm. 11th and 12th grade, you have to collect this many hours of restaurant work or yeah. hospital, uh, I mean, uh, hospitality yep. Like hotel style yeah. work. Oh, shout out and every <laughs> level of it too. Yeah. Shout out, real quick. Hey, other management, than like GM yeah. or like uh, GM or, or man, ma- other every level but management, you should yeah, have yeah. to go through. Yeah, like mm-hmm. porter, fucking porter. server, yeah. line cook, yeah, uh, buster, <laughs> all that yeah. shit. Like that shit. expo for sure. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, with all the crazies. Four, year, four and a half years of so expoing was before a we lot. dive back into these hot facts, real quick on that tip. Mm. Just end it off. So, shout out to the homies at Tales from the Walk In podcast. Give them a listen. They're dope. Whoop, whoop. Uh, they had a visitor on this past week, Charlotte, who's a badass chef. She's cooked for like Paul McCartney, Stevie Wonder. Ooh. She's mm. traveled wow. to Barbados, India, fucking all these places. All to right. cook. She's noise. Ba- wow. Badass black woman. That's a fucking killer in the kitchen. But her whole philosophy, she's also doing, um, uh, shit, I forgot the name of the project, but she's helping uh, convicts, people that get out of out of prison, um, get into the service industry, trains them up for like a month and like That's gives awesome. them a job in the service industry. She's fucking yep. amazing. That's yep. great. But, uh, yeah, she's in, here in Nashville. But um, she has this concept, this idea about how to fix society is if everybody uh, treated people like 
industry people treat people. Yeah. Oh, wow. We would be yeah. a better fucking Oh, world. man. <laughs> because we-, we deal with so much shit from people and still just like, it's all good, baby. You know, I'm just here to make you feel yeah. com- you good. Word. You know what I mean? Like, I love that concept. Honestly, the, anyway. the, the position that I'm in in my job right now has made me and doing this season on psychology has completely changed the way that I look at everything, the way sure. that I react with people at mm-hmm. work and everything, because yeah. trickle-down economics only works in a restaurant. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. facts. It only works in a restaurant. And, and it, if, and if it the person does. up top is pissed all the time, everybody else is going to be on pissed. Everybody feeds off of you. Yeah. Everything's going to be Everything, weird. but... Yeah, exactly. Uh, True. Before, and it's funny because one of the servers pointed it out to me. She walked up and she goes, so um, I told my boyfriend, she was just like... Kitchen manager's not going to be able to yell at me anymore. And I was like, what? And she goes, well, he's training to be a GM now. Um, and I was like, well, yeah, you're talking about me. Why don't you just say me? Like, and, she, and she was just like, well, well it's weird. So are you, are you still going to be like kitchen manager, Drew, or are you just going to be GM, Drew, now? And I was like, <laughs> you know, that's kind of weird. Because, like, I do have that, like, switch of, like, oh, because when I am kitchen manager, it is like, oh. Sorry for your luck, guy. Yeah, you got to mm-hmm. tighten it up. But um, yeah, when I'm ship. when I'm GM, Drew, I'm like, oh, oh yeah. no, let's 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 hear this out. It's diplomatic. Let's, let's, Listen, let's, let's talk about. But it. it's yeah. helping me as a person. Yeah, yeah. Like it's pretty fucking groovy. It's a beautiful thing. I agree. Yeah, back to these hot facts. Yeah, let's what facts. <laughs> <laughs> so over the last two decades, there's been some research done uh, that's kind of found a bit of a weird, interesting pattern. Many people successfully recruited by cults are said to have low self-esteem. Obviously, cults generally do not look to recruit those with certain handicaps or clinical depression. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Hmm. However, people with low self-esteem are easier to break down uh, than build back up in an effort to teach them that the cult is the supportive environment they're looking for. That makes total sense. Brainwashing. Mm -hmm. Indoctrination. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, psychology. Yeah, right. Hey, <laughs> psychology term. <laughs> See, science don't know <laughs> things and stuff. Science knows. Science knows all of it. So, once people have been recruited by a cult, they're often love bombed. Ah. Mm-hmm. So totally this, get that. So this odd phrase is commonly used to describe the ways in which someone with low self-esteem is constantly flattered, complimented, and seduced, mm-hmm. even in order to train their brain to associate the cult with love and acceptance. Uh, Pay no attention to the man yeah. behind the curtain. Yeah, that sounds kind of good, actually. We were talking about Nexium right. earlier. Nexium. We were talking about Nexium, Nexium earlier. Like the antacid? No. That's what I always think. Uh, you know, that's so funny that it is the same name, <laughs> but it is word. not the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, very it's different in asses. Yes, 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 in ass, that's for uh, sure. In ass. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, that shit is wild. No, that Nexium that. That story is bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. He, he branded branding. like 10 or 15 oh of them. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know that. Right Justin above, told right me above that. their vagina, they got a brand of his initial. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. That is like a right, very right sensitive hip, area, and you do not area. do that. Yeah. There's a documentary on HBO. I think it's called just Nexium. Uh, but it's a chick that actually got branded. India, right? <clears throat> um, Isn't that her name? 
think the blonde girl. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think, I think that's her name. Yeah, um, and she actually like got branded like she was at that, at that right. level, and you know that snapped was, out of it. That's like a sex cult thing, though, right? Like specifically, yeah. it was all about love behind bombing closed and doors. Behind, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was more about like the community and everybody's coming together, like mm-hmm. make the Raising world better, the vibrations, the vibrations of the world, and do like these every cult. It does seem like shit. most cults have a sexual element going on, yeah, even yeah. if it's most just the really, person yeah. highest. Well, and it's to masculinize the person that's like sure. Mm-hmm. It's also the well, highest form of passion in their minds, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like connectedness. Yeah, exactly. Some people get passion out of just talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. Being so is somebody, it exclusively for people with like severe heartburn? Yes. Oh my yes. God. Yes. 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 Right. Right. Let's get okay. back to these well, facts. Well, <laughs> I've got. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like throw this out too 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 much today. I'm just gonna say it once. But I've got this thing in the works called Zantac. You guys might wanna <laughs> might wanna, wanna, wanna might you, wanna bro. think about it. Like, as long as there's I'm, no I'm, branding. As long as branding going on. Ooh. But with regards to what you were saying, <laughs> I need tattoos about kind of self esteem like, up. How they? Oh my god! <laughs> oh, and that is the motto. <laughs> but it's it's a it's like We're an algorithm it. or a, a formula of how you get people involved because almost every cult that we see in the last fifty years, mm-hmm. specifically, I think that has been really studied. Mm-hmm. Um, they all have a very prescribed like. Do this, and it'll take the person to this next level, yeah. or say mm-hmm. this, yeah. or tell this. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Well, it's the not ranking. just. It, yes, yeah. it is a ranking well, system. Well, it's honestly. That's how it's like. It's, it's just pyramid scheme the whole way through. It's the same. Yeah. It's the same it's vernacular and the same. Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's usual. a lot yeah. of religions go out and go door to door proselyting, you know, mm-hmm. or trying to get someone to at least sit down and pray with them. Yeah, and it's like, okay, if I line up all these people. And they knock on my door. What are they going to pitch to me? Mm-hmm. And which one am I going to go for? Like, mm-hmm. who has the best promises yeah. for me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it is. It's it's business. There's yeah. it's a salesman for you the know? Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually have a question <coughs> with regards to shit. Mormonism. Um, is it just males that go out and no knock door to door? So and like missionaries kind of the elders that do that there are sisters that do it okay. they go for a shorter period of time and they go a little bit later got it um like eight later in age i think a year older okay yeah so now missionaries are going out at 18 so fresh out of high school for two years um they've made some adjustments to your mission like you can call home i think or you can you can communicate with home more got regularly it. because mm-hmm. depression is a thing and they were really starting to see it yeah you know, yeah, you don't say. I could yeah, and so again, isolation. They've made a couple of reforms on that, but women they go out for a year and a half rather than two years. Okay, and there's kind of just a stronger emphasis on marriage for women. It's sort of there's an interesting kind of mentality surrounding sure females going on a mission. Yeah. Um, Do you have say in where they send you to? No, I didn't think so. It's kind of like a raffle kind of thing, right? Do you? But what they say is that they pray on each person, Mm -hmm. and then they, and then they they know, yeah, yeah, where they're gonna go. They have a uniform. I mean, they wear the garments, like the magic underwear, the magic underwear (laughs) of protection. Oh, sweet! Underneath, they're like white. 
Underneath are white. I always see them in t-shirts and then yeah, the suit, the suit, Mm -hmm. the suit, and they're always just so Mm -hmm. young and Mm -hmm. so excited and I just go and get more. You know, they're on that (laughs) drug and I totally get it. I mean, I get like there's a there's a the uh, fervor of it. Aura to a lot of Mormons to me. Yeah. Of just well, like just you can so spot them down the street. Pure, yeah. You know, yeah. it's yeah. like very yeah. kind. Like yeah, they're sweet people. Mm-hmm. I, everyone yeah. that I've I kind interacted of I kind with of get a similar like not similar a but, but a, a, another like aura off of someone from like um, Jehovah's Witnesses as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just like it, uh, I don't know the, the the best interaction with the Jehovah's Witness I ever had is I was at my uncle's house when I was thirteen or at his apartment. And we heard a knock at the door, and I go up and I look out, and he's in the shower. And I'm like, okay, uh, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Uncle Jeremy, what's these two guys? And he was like, I got this. And he just walks out there, butt ass naked, just opens the <laughs> oh. door. <laughs> And it's like, what's up, guys? <laughs> totally. <laughs> and they were just like, turned beat red. And they're yeah. like, ah, ah, never ah, mind. Ah, Sorry, ah, we gotta go. And just walked off. <laughs> I was like, that's a lot. Well, that's times. how you get shit done. Yeah. Have y'all ever been prayed over, guys? Uh, like by a, a more by Mormon? No, no. Oh, pros, proselytizers. No. Prayed over? Prayed do you over. mean like given a blessing? Yes, mm-hmm. like the oil mm-hmm. anointing. Oh no, not that much. Oh, I, we, I I was no, just no, speaking. Yeah. We had. You have? <laughs> When I was 21 and living in Asheville, North Carolina, we had a couple of kids. They were literally so young Mm -hmm. looking to us, but they came up and we were out on our front porch and it was me and a handful of other friends just making music, hanging out. And they, of course, approached and were very sweet and kind and, you know, kind of gave their spiel. And they asked if they could pray for us before they left. And we obliged because we were... Hippies. Decent humans. Yeah. We're Hippies. decent human beings. We're not yeah. going to, like, hey, no. we, it's like, hey, you do your thing, Claire. You know, yeah, yeah. exactly. You. Like, yeah. you were obviously you. doing your work and you believe in your work. And I'm not going to say that right. you're, it's not going to hurt me if I let you pray in front of me. Exactly. Like, yeah, right. And so we sat on the porch and it was short and sweet, mm-hmm. you know, just, and then they went on their way. And it was just kind of fascinating. Mm hmm. Like, huh, there's that. I've let one of the, like, white short sleeve button-up people into my living room before. (laughs) And they handed me, like, a little pamphlet, and I was reading it, and I was like, oh, this is cute. And then we talked for, like, 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, I... I gotta I, go. I don't mean to have wasted your time. I, I enjoyed talking to you, but this is yeah. This you is gotta not be careful. You gotta be careful about how welcoming you are because they will come back. They are, <laughs> and they, they will call yeah. you. They mm-hmm. will somehow find your number, and they will. Invite you Interesting. out. Well, that's scary enough. They'll invite you out, like you- to like singles ward. Actually, someone that I work with, she she's like, you know, a self-proclaimed, like, just Satanist essentially, and okay. she had these um, Mormons come up to her, and they somehow ended up at her front door, <laughs> inviting her to a singles ward thing, and so she goes and she brings her girlfriend with her, and they, I think. We're just kind like of so overwhelmed by, or yeah. like actual just actual friend. dating okay. girlfriend, actual dating girlfriend. Yeah, and I think they were like so overwhelmed that they they didn't really know what to do, and then sure and not. so then once the event was over and they didn't have to approach them together, they started texting her again, 
Oh, like, wow. when can oh, wow. we have you come out with us? And I think trying to like catch her alone and trying to catch her in that one percent moment where maybe she's not gay. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Maybe you you're when, not. Right. And if you're not in this one moment, come meet us. If you get them when they're tired enough, like you can definitely. <laughs> they were like, My we can God. handle trick the straight. Trick them straight. Get back in that closet. Well, you know, slam that door. Like. Slam. I, I am always reminded of this movie <laughs> specifically be, when we talk about Mormons and Mormonism is Orgasmo. I don't know if you all know. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was forced to watch that in Whoa, high school and you were I was forced still Mormon. To watch it? Yeah. By these bros that were like, you no. know, I'm going to show you a thing. And then I think oh. they like, yeah, they just made Cute. me watch it. And I was so. How'd you feel about it? Um, I thought it was hilarious, to okay. be honest. So like, you were kind of starting to question yeah. some things. Oh, then. definitely. I okay. never, I was, I was never comfortable with it. Like Got Mormons it. are, they think that they're giving you a lot more um, like choice mm-hmm. than a lot of other faiths because they baptize you when you're eight years old. And so they believe that you're like a fully formed human with your own thoughts and feelings at eight years old, which you kind of are, but you're also... Still moldable. You're Not moldable, really yeah. and you only know the world that your parents presented you with. Right. You know? right true that. And so, at eight years old, I actually I just remember it so vividly, just like kicking and screaming outside Woof. of the baptismal font. Like, I don't consent to this, basically, in child language. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do no. this. But, you know. You don't necessarily have that much of a choice. Yeah. At eight, when yeah. your parents are like, no, no, no. Doing this, you're you're getting in the pool. Yeah. For those of you who don't necessarily know the movie Orgasmo, Mm -hmm. it is uh, a Trey Parker and Matt Stone (laughs) creation. Yeah, it was their first Mm -hmm. movie. Yeah, it was the first one. Yeah. Um, Well, South Park creators, we all know Mm -hmm. that they have a really intense basketball. Yeah, they have a really intense fascination with With Mormons, Mormons. and they have. Have, yeah, they really had do. for they a do. long time. I mean, I've seen Book the Book of Mormon, Mormon uh, play up in uh, like Cincinnati. It, it is really fucking. It's, it's they're, phenomenal. They're phenomenal, but yeah, it's great. I would highly Hilarious. recommend checking it out because I'm not going to give the storyline away. It's about a Mormon who goes to L.A. on his mission, starts going around uh, to door to door, obviously, and uh, comes across the lifestyles of a. Of a pornography director. Pornography director. Yeah, and go. so it just kind of goes <laughs> off the rails from there. So for yeah. those of you who haven't seen it, highly out. recommend checking it. It's mm-hmm. a good D. I just double V, double A, and Chota Boy is really what, what lives on in infamy. <laughs> Chota Boy. <laughs> that movie. So if you don't know what that is, watch it. Yeah. All right. So interestingly enough, women are more likely to join cults than men. Really? Yeah. According to various research, women make up a whopping 70% of cult members around the globe. Wow. Yeah. Psychologists have different ideas about why women are more likely to join cults. Low self-esteem. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> which yeah, which is the overarching, like, this should have just been an episode on low self-esteem. Dating. <laughs> Honestly. Dating. But Dr. Body David 
Dr. David Bromley of Virginia Commonwealth University points out that women simply attend more social gatherings, mm-hmm. either religious or otherwise. I don't attend any social gatherings. Yeah. <laughs> After last year, <laughs> neither do I. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think the whole global like economy is kind of yeah. different now. Um, so this makes women statistically more likely to join groups that will ultimately victimize them. Uh, others suggest it has to do with the fact that women have been oppressed for much of human history. Also true. Therefore, yes. they're more comfortable being under an authority figure. Ugh. Right. I know that that's mm. fact, but I hate that it says comfortable. Right. Because yeah. I know plenty of women who would absolutely buck that system. Mm-hmm. But historically, and we see it on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. They think they're doing something to help the world. It's the the nurturer side of things. Mm -hmm. Well, still others write this off as crock, obviously. Um, Emma Klein, the author of the best-selling cult-themed novel The Girls, theorizes that young women are often taught to seek seek the attention of men and wait for rescue. Mm. Mm -hmm. Joining a cult, says Klein, is a way for many young women to feel as if they are seizing their destiny. Uh, You're missing missing the the quote. Pew pew. Season their destiny. Well, it also, I mean, <laughs> if, if we divert for a moment on the storyline of women in history, every story about a woman uh, until in the last, you know, 200 years, maybe 150 years, mm-hmm. has been damsel in distress. You know, the, the, the person, the female that a man has to conquer. I mean, honestly, um, since like the know, frail being yeah. to be pulled through the like, life, yeah. you know, Ever, after that period, like Nefertiti, Cleopatra, look at every like, princess story in Disney outside just, of yeah, maybe the last they. handful. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, women can take a lot, and they're warriors, and they're fucking awesome. Yeah. So yeah. that's the reality. I wonder if statistically, women are the first ones to leave a cult, or if men Ooh. are. Um, Interesting. That's a good question. That's uh, honestly not something that that I uh, went yeah. across. Um, well, fortunately, I mean, I mean you're woman. here, so yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, Annalise here, and also Kimmy Schmidt. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. though, let's talk about if, Kimmy Schmidt for a second. Mm-hmm. If we're going to talk about pop culture, mm-hmm. right? She left. If a woman does yeah. join a cult and end up like impregnated or have a child within that. Um, that cult group, body, it's mm-hmm. very very difficult for her to be able to leave. True, but very that, true. Also, a lot of them go missing. Yes, that is true. Yeah, a lot. Like, just disappear. Question, Annalie. Mm-hmm. Were you born into Mormonism? I was, Okay, yeah, so was you born. didn't necessarily have too much, like, say as a kid oh. about... Zero. No. Yeah, no, any no, no, any yeah, say. No. Got it. Because that's no, another thing about, <laughs> like, choice. Mm-hmm. You can choose to join something that makes you feel uplifted and yeah. beautiful and like you belong... But if you're born into something, that mm-hmm. kind of takes a lot of your ability to make your own choice. Yeah. Yeah. Of, I think look outside a the lot box. of things are set up to where, you know, by the time that you can make your own choice, you're probably already married with kids at that point. You know, because things mm-hmm. are pretty decided for you up yeah. until that point. Yep. Yeah. Where yep. your your duties have been fulfilled. You're either like um it's that next plan. Like that yeah. next level. Yeah, you have your your security, you have your guarantee in heaven. And I think that's when a lot of members kind of look at everything mm-hmm. and 
and start to be further cemented in what they've chosen because at that point like how do you really get out yeah your entire culture is the church sure like would you be at that level based on your like if um, you had stayed well I was engaged when I was 18 and actually that's a pretty good story I was engaged to a guy because I oh god I don't think my mom would ever listen to this, but um, I was I, I gave him a blowy in the bathroom and we had to go to the bishop and confess it, right? And oh, this guy was just like, he was 26 and I was 18. 18. And there was a lot of pressure in that relationship and including, you know, getting physical with him and yeah. I was young and so innocent at that point but we went to the bishop and the bishop told us which is very common you guys need to either leave this this room engaged or you need to break up Whoa. and have no contact and so that guy he's like okay well we're engaged and so we leave and and that's it and it you know I Jeez. I did end it with him but Oh. Yeah, as a as a woman at eighteen, there yeah, is absolutely that no way been, that could have been it. Yeah, that could have been mm-hmm. another question. I've got all the questions tonight. Um, do you was there so much pressure from his side of things because he was twenty six and you were eighteen? I and think like, a guy that- who's twenty six and is still LDS or Mormon is probably dealing with a lot of sexual repression. Yeah. For one, and like just needs to put it in something, yeah, you know. Yeah. So hey. that's definitely probably the biggest aspect of this. But um, yeah, there's just there's tons of pressure. Sure, from definitely. family and from him. Yeah, and, from his family to church. just do it already. You know, find someone and do it, and yeah. have the kids and everything. And yeah, so make more Mormons. Yeah, mm-hmm. make more Mormons. And he was a. A good guy or whatever. It's the bishop in that situation sure. that really rubs me the wrong yeah. way. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, like yeah. he could have been he could have pulled me aside and been like, Do you want this? Mm-hmm. You know, right. Is that if right. you have time, you can still right. date. You can choose. Like, yeah, exactly. But That's women's he chose opinions. For me. Yeah, the two of them chose for me. Right. Yeah. That's mm. that. That's another element of cult psychology is that you don't get to really make the choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's the choice it's is told to you, yeah. based on which direction you want to go. Yeah. It seems. Well, and the uh, the next weird thing about the whole cult thing is that like most people have rejected religion that enter cults. Uh, Doctor Stanley H. Kath a psychoanalyst and psychology professor at Tufts University, has treated more than 60 former cult members over the course of his career. From this unique firsthand experience, Kath has noticed an interesting trend. Many people who join cults have experienced religion at some point in their lives and rejected it. Interesting. Yeah, right? Perhaps this is surprising considering many cults tend to be religious or at least claim to be. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Dr. Kath asserts that this trend is a sign of something deeper. Many of uh, many of these people who join the cults are intelligent young people from sheltered environments. Makes sense. Hadn't seen a lot. Hadn't right. experienced a lot. Sure. So this is their experience. Right. Now. This is my experience. Mm-hmm. Type of thought. But growing growing up in such an environment, uh, Dr. Kath says, often means that 
many have a history of failing to achieve intimacy, of blaming others for their failures, and of constantly striving for perfectionist goals. Mm -hmm. These characteristics make them prime targets for cult recruitment. Cults uphold their power by promoting an us-versus-them mentality. Oh, yeah. Cults prove powerful because they are able to successfully isolate members from their former non-cult lives. One of the ways cult leaders, achieve, uh, cult leaders achieve this is to convince their followers that they are superior to those not in a cult. You're better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This us versus them We've mentality ultimately leads them, uh, ultimately leads to cult members to isolating themselves from obviously the other world. people. Yeah, yeah. Right. other family, family and all that. Yes. I mean, yeah. Look at look at diet cults mm. fads. "Quote unquote." Well, I mean, they're yeah. fads, but they're definitely <laughs> cults. And these people, so you're 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 replacing those people with the new people, right? Essentially. Well, in like a what's that crazy fucking workout program? The uh, uh, ninety-eight XP Peloton. Well, that's one. Peloton's another, but no, the ones where you like flip. CrossFit. Yes. Oh, CrossFit. Yeah. Oh, that's just wild. I am in the fitness and health world, and that oh my wild. god, I don't understand the need or it's the. Nuts. It, at any moment in your life when you're going to need to flip a, tra a tire, tra tractor <laughs> tire, forgive me, when you need to flip a ta tractor tire <laughs> over on. the okay. length of a football field yeah. to survive. Hey, you know, they, what do they, you, they, what's they, the point? They get their, you know, it's a self esteem. Well, booster. when that day comes, Grace, you're going to really regret your words. You right? know, honestly, <laughs> right? the I only might. way you can survive is to flip this tractor tire. <laughs> A hundred yards. I might eat my <laughs> words on that, but at the same time, I will be able to run faster than the person flipping said tire. <laughs> Unless so they're running away. on their arms. Yeah. And then yeah. you're fucked. What, are they going to bear crawl after <laughs> me? Or something? Then, uh, they may. They may be like, hey. You know? I mean, maybe, flipping but... tires your whole life. I don't See, know. I'd be the one to climb inside the tire and then, like, roll, roll it. You're yeah, like, roll in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. Is this a downhill event? I mean, didn't, didn't Marshawn Lynch do that? I think that was a commercial, but probably. yeah, he did. He probably did <laughs> probably it, though. Did. He probably sat in there and was like, at least flip me one time. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people. He couldn't do it too people. long because his dreads would have cool got caught up. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, they're cool people. They're just about that shit. It's a little cold. They are about Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean, and if you do CrossFit and juice you, bar, in yeah. way more shape than I am, but um, yeah, they yeah. have it's like intense as fuck. It's like they a have camping. less fat on their body than is like technically required. Yeah. Like it's just wild. It's good to have fat, yeah. people. Mm -hmm. It's good to have some fat on your body. A little bit, just little, a little, only a little. Between a little seven bit. and fourteen percent is the, the athletic mm -hmm. level. Mm -hmm. So like, just I like my titties. Eat some chocolate and some bread every now and then. How about that? There you go. <laughs> so one obvious reason that people join cults is that cult leaders are master manipulators. Yes. yes. Cult leaders convince their victims to separate themselves from society, give up personal professions or possessions, possessions and professions in a lot of cases. Yeah, true Very that. true. And sometimes huge sums of money. Yes. I was hoping that you would come to that point. Money time. The money. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can... <laughs> convince uh, people by to buy into whatever they're promoting. To do all this, a cult leader must be a master at mind control. Mm -hmm. Which, honestly, if you think about it, you don't have to be, and I've, I've, I've dealt with a few things in my line of work with this in the past couple of weeks even, um, with employees 
the way that they talk and present things are actually being super, super manipulative. Mm-hmm. And all you have to be to be manipulative is charismatic. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Very the rhythm, the, the really rhythm of speaking point. too. Yeah. The rhythm that you speak. Your, com- in and your the words confidence. That you use and language yeah. and the way, is yeah. everything. <clears throat> yeah. In so we, many. We had a president that did that pretty well. Yeah. 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 I think it's called like NLS or something. It's like a study. Mm-hmm. It's done. Um, Caleb's fucking telling me about this shit. Um, the way that you can manipulate somebody could be just a simple conversation about yeah. mm-hmm. something, and they would totally forget something that they believe in right. and believe in what the fuck you're saying like yeah. almost instantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. It involves a lot of repetition. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's fucking wild. Yeah. So There's the, that the, the ways again. vary in which that you can manipulate people or whatever, but the popular ones are as such. Um, public humiliation. New cult members may be love-bombed, like I said before, shortly after their arrival, but once they are established members, cult leaders often maintain emotional control through various exercises meant to publicly humiliate a member. One such, methods, uh, one such method involves someone sitting in a chair surrounded by other members, mm-hmm. at which time they are required to admit their recent failures, base thoughts, shortcomings, etc., that reminds me of that Handmaid's Tale scene where the uh, person sits in the center of yeah. the circle and every woman points shame, at them and just says shame. Shame, shame. Yeah. yeah. And then homegirl gets her eyes gouged out. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Season three is Liddy. Also makes me think I'm, I'm not there yet. <laughs> Do what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Frat house. Yeah. 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 Elephant walks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, drinking walks, like <laughs> 30 <laughs> liters of alcohol in two days that could kill you. Like, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, my boy Pat, man. Shout out to Pat. My guy. Breaking drinking the, records. The, the fucking OG gangster. Just true shout out to Pat. Maryland, wherever you at. He blew a point four two in Tuscaloosa. <gasps> oh my God. Survived. Went to Maryland, blew a point four three. How good did God. He yeah. do that? And he came he came back out of stomach pump. Came back out of stomach pump in Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. He was like, Yes, what are we doing tonight, baby? And I'm like, bro, you just got your stomach pumped. He literally you died, bro. That was <laughs> We're yeah. not doing anything. He tonight, created my guy. permanent damage on his liver that will last him oh, yeah. till the moment yeah, he's, 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 till he's, permanent. he's doing great yeah. now. Permanent. He's a father. <laughs> till permanent. I think till he's a permanently father now. ever. Um, I think he's good. But we lived in Patey Hall in Tuscaloosa. Shout out to Patey. Yeah, yeah. University of Alabama, Patey Hall, if you know. You know, so we, we, scaled, we scaled the building and took the Y off on our last day there as Fantastic. freshmen to call it Pat Hall because that's where we lived at mm-hmm. and shit was lit. Anyway, <laughs> side story. So anyway, the next thing that uh, these guys manipulate you with is self-incrimination, a favorite tactic of mm. the infamous cult leader Jim Jones. Self-incrimination. Wow. Self-incrimination requires cult members to provide their leader with a written statement detailing their individual fears and mistakes. The cult leader then uses this to shame the individuals uh, individuals in public. Yeah. To the Talk other about members. hanging that over your head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of almost like blackmail. Yeah. It is, it is yeah. absolutely blackmail. Yeah. Next one, very obvious, brainwashing. Cult leaders are known to repeat various lies and distortions until members find it difficult to distinguish between reality and cult life. Yep. Oh, man, that's like every day mm. these days. <laughs> <laughs> what, well, the news? You're yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not just the news, sure. Like, you can definitely view news as cult mentality. Yeah. But I'm specifically speaking on... The QAnon phenomenon, which is oh. definitely a cult. That sounds like a great is, band name, QAnon phenomenon. Q 
QAnon phenomenon. <laughs> Whoever out there wants it, take it. Has there ever been a cult where the leader wasn't known by the cult? Uh, where their identity was hidden in hidden? any way? I don't think so. Well, I guess God. God's I was going to say, I mean, he's, yeah. he's pretty low key. I mean, he's pretty low. He's pretty <laughs> high key, low key. Well, that, That's but true. also, yeah. I mean, he's the Wizard also, of Oz. He's also low key from our Viking s- episode. The yeah. what king? <laughs> Loki. Say, Haki Loki is oh, kind of yeah, like yeah. Loki is a trickster. Very true. Anyway, that was a, Loki. That was a Viking joke. Hey yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess you could take it all the way back to like <laughs> Roman and Greek history because the gods were definitely separated oh, yeah. from yeah. the people on yeah. on the earth. Um, because they of were a wormhole, and they were very yeah, duh, <laughs> wormhole. But they were they were very capricious and uh, whimsical in the fact that they just did whatever they wanted to. And the only people who would ever know about it were the ones who had it happen to them. Mm-hmm. And then people would have to simply believe it if it yeah. wasn't seen by others. I'm really upset now, though, because um, all I can do is picture the Roman and um, Norse gods in capris because they're capricious. I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh, just Christ. instead of capris, that's just a, that's picture a, them in gauchos. <laughs> Damn, that was a deep cut, bro. That's that, <laughs> that was a long walk. High <laughs> quality humor that people tune into this <laughs> for. Like, yeah, so. you know. This is why we hate capris <laughs> on this Hey, maybe mm-hmm. they like capri sons, dude. hey yo. Hey, yo. Don't blow into it unless you're cool. Bubble, bubble, bubble. Yeah, but anyway. I, I totally get that that self-incriminating nature of you have to tell me all that you've done wrong in order to be forgiven mm-hmm. kind of a deal. And then one day when I don't really like your vibe, I'm just going to expose the fuck out you. Yeah. I'm going to put you on blast no, yeah. for everyone. Yeah. So the next thing is paranoia. Mm. To maintain a false sense of, of comfort, cults often rely on paranoia tactics. Cult leaders convince their victims that a group their families, and or the government is out to get them. Ooh, yeah. But that the cult can provide safety. David Koresh. Yeah, yes. that seems more popular among, like, New Age cults. Yeah. Definitely. You know, like Koresh drugs, Jones, for too. example. I mean, Koresh, they, Jim Jones, yeah. and then that... Uh, Scientology. Well, so, oh, oh got well, a lot of opinions about Scientology. Honestly, if... if Speaking of missing women. Me coming from my background, mm-hmm. Christianity. Yeah. Because... If something is being provided for you that is not beneficial for you and Christianity, then it's the devil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The devil's That's doing that. That's a hard that. line. The devil's bringing this into your life. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so, I mean, like, and that's what I was, like, that was shoved down my throat. Yeah, so, sure. like, I was just like. Video mm-hmm. games, dinosaurs, mm-hmm. rock yeah. and roll yeah. music. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah. Harry, uh, Hansen. Yoga. I, Hansen. Yeah. Hansen. Well, let- I guess they were too pretty. I don't know. That just yeah. that just plays also thoughts. into yeah. the idea of cancel culture <laughs> that everyone on the right wants to blame everyone on the left for these days. But honestly, conservative Christians and conservative nationalists have been doing that for pretty much since this country was. That's how created. they win elections. Yeah. Like, you yes, know, know, you know, they uh, they finally said the uh, state of Alabama uh, made it legal to practice yoga in schools. In the past week. But th- that said, it has you to can, be English words. It you cannot be these wow. weird ass the, the words. Namaste the namaste yeah. language, like the namaste greeting, is yeah. like across the board banned. Still, yeah. they'll they'll allow Jeez. the well, actual practice in schools. Because it confuses them. Shouts out to my home state. Because they're like, no, I'm a go. <laughs> I'm not gonna stay. Yeah, Jesus. No, I'm gonna stay. I'm a go. Oh man, they're from Alabama. They can barely grasp English. So I mean, why would we add? I can. 
I would right, I would of. imagine that <laughs> yoga. I'm bash Alabama more. It's already fucked up. No, 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 <laughs> totally. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, I would say imagine it. I'm that from any, there. any yoga teacher who wants to try and teach elementary or middle school or even high school students yoga, like asana, the the postures. Don't go to Alabama. They're not necessarily focused on the traditional Sanskrit terminology. Like they just want people to move their body more and feel more alive in their anatomy. Yeah, get that fried chicken out, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not even that. It's just being a, a more connected and like internally attuned person. So this that's, is the that's, intro. That's what the mentality of a yoga teacher is presenting to these these schools. Yeah, but that's also like colonization, isn't it? Because you're taking away yes. what makes that thing. It's appropriation that thing. for sure. Mm-hmm. Like the Western culture is, whether it's Western European or American or any of the global North countries, like we do a really good job of of appropriating other individuals' mm-hmm. cultures. Mm-hmm. Like it's just kind of what we've become really good at over the yeah, last yes. so is America a cult yeah pretty I mean sure. it's based on an idea yeah. I'm pretty sure it is no, so really a lot is. Of because it was a bunch of it was that. a bunch of unattainable promises that yeah. brought people over that are still unattainable that are still unattainable but it is us versus them yep because we came over here and fucked everybody that was here already yeah, well, I mean, the and concept of manifest it was just like it's mine oh, yeah but also so many people came over from Europe in general, because they were experiencing religious persecution. Yeah, because they were fucking crazy. And they were also promised something by moving to America. The medieval, like the Middle Ages were dark. There was some serious stuff going on there. But yeah. yeah. Those crusades and shit. shit I think you can. Yeah, I think you can definitely call America a cult. I think so. Yeah. I think you can call a lot of institutions a cult. You certainly can. Well, and what's kind of scary is that a lot of people don't think about it, but but anything like I worked for Kirby Vacuum Cleaners. I did too. Selling. Yeah, yeah. Shitty job. Let's go. (laughs) Well, that and you got like Cutco Knives. Yeah, you got Cutco. That's all cult. Yeah. It's all cult. Everything pyramid scheme is is cult. It's just the same. Traveling the world. I, I have never seen a country with so much pride in their flag. Yeah. Like, our flags are ginormous, and they're everywhere. Like, you yeah. go to buy a car, 50 by 75 foot flag. <laughs> yeah. You know, because... And to Ford. be honest, it's yeah. not Whatever. that cool of a oh, fucking flag. Have you seen other flags from other countries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. way more badass. Sure well, <laughs> Canada has a cooler flag than we if do. And it's just a fucking maple on leaf. Aesthetics <laughs> alone, I love the Cameroon flag. Is like, aesthetically alone, like, aesthetics alone... Our, our flag is quite busy. There's, there's a, a lot, lot happening. There's, a lot going there's on. 50 stars. There's 13 stripes. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's a lot happening. And you compare it to other countries. Not a lot of other countries have that much happening. And it's all built on bullshit. So, you know, lies. Mm-hmm. Groovy. Yep. So once a cult member Hashtag comes, Happy Memorial Day. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Happy Memorial Day, guys. Yes. Oh yes, Memorial Day. Right now. <laughs> sorry yes, to shit is. on the country, real sorry, quick. Not sorry, not <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Oops. I, you know. This is nothing against anyone who has died in the name. No, no, of no, no, no. If you serve for our country, us, yes. kudos. Yeah. Respect. But we're Respect just speaking. Yeah. The flag is a little busy. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on there. The country's a little busy. We are busy. Busy bodies. Yeah, we don't fucking sleep. Anyway. Speaking of cult mentality. The work week, the American lifestyle work week of grinding your dick off mm-hmm. for 60 mm-hmm. to 100 hours just mm-hmm. to scrimp and save to get by, we were saying earlier. Yeah. 
that's a cult mentality. Other yeah. countries around the world have full months yep. where they're where they take off or they three hours a day where yeah. they take a break yeah. and you're yeah. like, sorry, go yeah. relax. We're chilling. Well, I guess you wouldn't say good night in that sense. You'd be like, good evening. Yeah. Yeah. Take a nap. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, rambly bamblies over here. Uh, <laughs> it's been a great conversation. No, it's episode. fantastic. I love this wide It's open great. I love it too. It's beautiful. I'm, I don't feel so bad that my uh, script isn't as long as Grant's. <laughs> <laughs> I think it just shows how many cults that there actually are out there that people don't necessarily consider very yeah, often. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's that's where you get duped. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's the whole process of what we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. Is that this shit's happening to more people than they even think? Right. Um, even self help shit and uh, stuff like I think that. This table yeah. alone has at least four people, four members of the Views cult. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm, I've got I'm, 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 wow. I'm a jeweler. Yeah, I'm a jeweler. Oh, yeah. damn. I'm in a bigger cult. I'm in a bigger cult. We got to convert this guy. They've tried to convert me. A little bit of work. A little bit of work. A lot cheaper guy. It's cheaper. And it has the same charger as us. actually found the Nova. It has a nice smooth thing. Oh, also, eternal life. Just saying. Just saying. Heard it from a bird. Okay. But anyway. The bird is the word. Bird is the word. Anyway, so once once a cult member cult member comes to the conclusion that their families and country cannot keep them safe, they begin to worship and put all of their faith into the cult leader. Jim Jones was especially skilled at this mind control trick. He encouraged members to yeah. He encouraged members to spy on each other and constantly spoke through loudspeakers at all hours of the day so that cult members would hear his voice whether awake or asleep. Ew. That's just smart. Yeah. That's just good practice. That right, right there. there, just manipulation I mean, 101. It is manipulation 101. It's smart and on his part. Like he interrupted he, sleep is another tactic. Yeah. So oh, big time. He doubled yeah. down on that yeah. one. Yeah. It's mental warfare right there. Shout out to jail. Yeah. Multitasking um, jail. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for real, though. He's, he's high as hell all the time, too. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Same and, with and very bisexual and hated gay people. Anyway. Well, that's yeah. kind of that's kind of the diversion tactic on a lot of that. Yeah. There is a right. lot there. Sounds There's like also it's that. It's like Republicans. Graham, what was that guru? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, you're going to laugh at that. That's so damn true. I'm not even going to laugh. <laughs> not even, I'm not even going to laugh. I'm not, I'm not even upset. That one, that one I'm impressed. Sex with everyone there, though. What? Wasn't everyone having sex with each other? Or is that a different With Jim no. Jones? Yeah. No, yeah. He, he he did he did not like uh, he gay touch people, the balls. but he definitely he definitely <laughs> fucked the boys. <laughs> but he swallowed the gravy. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> anyway, <laughs> cute. So one of the big guys is that cult members don't know they're actually in a cult. Mm-hmm. Although it can be obvious to those around them, people in cults often don't realize what they have become a part of. Psychologist Doctor Margaret Thaler Singer spent most of her career studying the psychology of cults and brainwashing. She found that most people enter a cult willingly without realizing the power it is bound to have over them. Singer um, theorizes that this is partly because some people are more willing to see the perceived benefits than uh, than their potential dangers. She also mentions that many people assume cults are only religious Though in truth, 
cults can be political groups, Absolutely. lifestyle groups, or business groups. Yep. Mm-hmm. Last thing I'm going to bring up is the long-lasting effects on people that have had to endure this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Cult victims often spend years overcoming the emotional damage incurred during their time spent in a cult, obviously. Psychologists who treat former cult members routinely describe the long-term effects being in a cult and uh, environment can have on the human body, obviously. Um, Dr. John G. Clark Jr., a Harvard psychologist or psychiatrist, actually, um, and professor, and the co-founder of a nonprofit group which treats former members of families of, that were in cults. He specifically mentions that symptoms of temporal lobe epilepsy are similar to those seen or reported as resulted from cult conver- uh, conversations, increased irritability, loss of libido or altered sexual interest, ritualism, compulsive attention to detail, mystical states, humorlessness, and sobriety, heightened paranoia. Mm. Man. These are things that a lot of people... Uh, m- Experience, yeah, that yeah. he's that that, that that done the study on. So that makes sense. Well, I was mentioning earlier that guru that moved from India out Bottom. to Oregon. Oh, the Rajesh or Rajishi? No, it was uh, he went by Osho eventually. Yeah, that was his. Mm-hmm. That wasn't was that his title. His followers, other individuals. Yeah, the Rajnishis. Oh yeah. my God, that's mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. it. Yeah, I'm pretty um, sure. But he was essentially this guru and this mm-hmm. cult leader that moved his group and his practice, quote unquote. What was it? What's the sound? His practice from India over to this wide open land in oh, yeah, Oregon. Wild country. Wild, yeah. wild country. Yeah, yeah, that shit is. They litty. moved into this sleepy little town <laughs> and basically bought. What sixty square miles? Something like that. Something it, like that. It crossed uh, two county lines. Yeah, the and they they built they these. Uh, it's essentially a commune, and all of these, you know, late seventies, early eighties hippies yeah. that still wanted the peace, love, yeah, you know, free, six, free sex movement to, mm-hmm. to, to keep going. Mm-hmm. They they found their way there, and kind of right off the bat, and initially he was preaching, you know all out love and and we're we're doing this to you know raise the vibrations of the universe and mm-hmm. you're kind of guaranteed some beautiful things some beautiful things and then he found he, them good drugs well and he wanted to be uh he, he hollywood the most cadillacs out of any person hollywood got involved Bentleys, and money got, got involved Bentleys, and yeah. then Sorry. high status the individuals got in, got yes. involved yeah, he and did. Drugs got involved, and it became a this whole thing. But that drugs. us versus them mentality, the <laughs> the cult, the Rajneeshis, and their orange and maroon outfits were against the locals of this <laughs> town who were, you know, like... Remember those people farmers. in the documentary just like, and then they came in and hell, uh, yeah, they it like, just was never the same. They took a, mm-hmm. the, yeah. the Rajneeshis the took same. over their local politics. Yeah. They eventually closed took down over, all the pubs and businesses. They, they and closed, shit. Like, yeah, they yeah. renamed all of the um, purposefully gave everybody salmonella. Uh, road, road, what street oh, names? Right. They purposefully what? drugged people. No, salmonella. That was part of it. Yeah. Um, but it, it eventually turned into buffets uh, were a big thing, so they would this, go in and 
get their hands dirty on purpose oh with my salmonella shit. and then oh. go in and touch everybody. all the buffet yeah. food and everybody in the town got sick. So what the actual fuck <laughs> did that even mean? Like, why would you do that? <laughs> Because I've had salmonella like three or four times, unfortunately. It's, yeah, it's essentially like this nature of you're purging out things that are bad, and only if you follow us and the word, we can guide you to salvation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And um, I just want to be with my friends. Yeah. Yeah, that was you know, a big deal. I don't want to be challenged. I just want to do hood rat things with my friends. I just like to do hood rat things with my friends. But yeah, I don't know. It's just fascinating, like diving into the Jesus. mentality yeah. of the cult. Same with Scientology, and which also, is defrauding the government. I think it's yes. important to mention too. You know, suicide is a huge element in oh, yeah. this. Yeah. Also, for kids yeah. that are raised in these cults, that like Amish, the Amish, for example, mm-hmm. they're not seen as a cult. But if if those kids want to leave and experience any other type of life, they're going to be shunned. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Except that Rumspringer turn up. Typically, cults <laughs> and religions widespread do not cater to marginalized communities. Like no. they are not inclusive to marginalized communities. Very and true. So LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. communities, you know that that suicide rate amongst queer kids that are raised in these faiths that don't allow them yeah, to be a them. part of this club, period. Yep. Yeah. Unless yeah. The they, they give know up, and believe in. Unless yeah. they yeah. give up companionship, love. Their identity, you know, basically. Yeah. Their identity. And their families will pray for them, but they're kicked out of that club, no matter how much love they get from their families, and that might crush them. Yeah. yeah. The shunning of a family member has mm-hmm. always been a really interesting yeah. side of cult or manipulation mentality it's, it's in general. Effective. It is effective. It's incredibly and effective. And it's absolutely heartbreaking yeah. because to think that you go your whole life thinking that this is the way, this is the path, and then something occurs in your life or you come to the realization that maybe your path deviates for this, for your sanity, for your own mm-hmm. sake of existence, like maturing into your own self, yeah, and, and then all of a sudden, yeah, like, all of a sudden, yeah. like Shit just because you do. took you took that road versus yeah. the straight and narrow, quote yeah, unquote, um, to to be left right b- by the wayside with or nothing without your family. Yet, I mean, to kind of piggy off of um, Annalie's point in the sense of someone within the LGBTQ. Uh, plus, plus community, yeah. something that's biologically out of their control. Sure, yeah. exactly. You grow and yeah. realize that you are this way. Exactly. Right. And You're if you stuck want that. that dream, <clears throat> yeah. if you've been raised to believe and want that that paradise or that eternal life, mm-hmm. that's not an option for you. Yeah, that yeah. instinctive you know? driver so, for you mm-hmm. is outside of mm-hmm. that thought process. How devastating. And if they're in a community like like specifically a cult where they're isolated with people like them, what are their options? Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And then the parents to just say goodbye to your kid. Well, they're just as scared as the kid is. I know. I you know? I mean, as somebody who is can, you know, think for themselves without any manipulation most of the time outside of kind of the normal social media mm-hmm. like ads mm-hmm. that come across yeah. your feed in a normal life mm-hmm. at commercials. Like yeah, they're terrified. Of course, they're told that if the only way you're going to ascend mm-hmm. is if you leave your kid 
behind. It's insane. Or Honestly, you, you think about that mind, cut ties. That mind control mm-hmm. is so high at that moment to do something so unnatural. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. So unnatural. The Honestly, it's like spring, you, yeah. Can yeah. Stand it's by, you can stand by your church, but at that point, like, I'm out. Yeah. You know, if you're not yeah. going to support, like, my brothers and sisters that yeah. are different, yeah. like, I'm out. Well, yeah. one of the scariest things, and I even brought this up in a conversation at work a couple of days ago, like, um, there was a guy that I worked with that recently quit, and um, the lady that I appointed as the shift manager on the line was it has been friends with him for a very long time and kind of indulged me in some of his past. And um, one of the saddest things for me to see is someone who is very obviously at least bi, but because of their religious background, can't come out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, and and can't and a lot of it is just like, dude, you're just gay. You're just I can tell. We all know, sure. Yeah. Like, stop. You're you're There's literally hindering your life. Well, and it takes and away their ability to live authentically, mm-hmm. or it, at least it's a perceived removal of their mm-hmm. ability because. So we were talking about this. Acting every day we were talking yeah. about this guy, and then on the other end of the spectrum was one of these guys that I just brought up, one of these guys that is very obviously a gay guy. Like, I understand a femininity or a femininity or whatever, yeah. like, and, and everything. And Yeah, don't hurt yourself, kid. You can tell. You can tell sometimes. Sometimes it's it's just very, like, and it's, and you can tell that that, you can see in their eyes, like, I can, in his at least, that he wants some kind of somebody. like he wants and so I'm talking about this other person with with this lady sure. and I'm voicing my opinion loudly enough to so where he can he hear can it and I'm just like you it. have to be you mm-hmm. don't worry about what anybody thinks about who you are mm-hmm. you have to be you the saddest thing mm-hmm. in this universe is someone who hides in a shell their entire life right mm-hmm. and he's just kind of looked down and like walked off, and I was like, "Job done." At least, at least he got that little seed. Yeah. Because apparently, it's been nothing but. And he saw my glasses that say Drucifer, <laughs> and he was just like, "Oh, well, what is that?" Yeah. And I was just like, "Uh, it's my nickname." <laughs> and uh, he was like, "Your name is Drew," and I was like, "Mm-hmm, Drucifer." And he goes, "You don't seem that mean to me," and I was like. Uh, all right. <laughs> you well, haven't cool, been yeah. but anyway, but he got, <laughs> and, and, but he got like really like you could you could still tell that like his religious upbringing that upset him that my glasses said Drucifer. Yeah, of course. You know, and it, it pinged, and it and it and it and it pinged me. Sure. And it sure. made me because because he didn't like your nickname. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That because because, <laughs> well, because it, I'm all about me. But um, yeah, <laughs> maybe, no. maybe, maybe. me, 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 me. <laughs> but no, it, it 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 upset me because it it made me realize that I have those similar reactions to things because of my upbringing with Southern Baptist. Christianity yeah. and certain say, things that still just still to this day yeah. make me uncomfortable that are just oh, like, yeah. dude, I hit the, I hit the hot buttons like when I want to. And when I kind of like need to just burst a little bit, like mm-hmm. I know exactly how to tick off someone mm-hmm. who's yeah. still in that lifestyle, yeah. you know? Yeah. So yeah, your glasses are kind of, they're a little punk rock, you know? <laughs> and well, I mean, <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, you're Drusifer, and he didn't okay. see that, but hopefully he gets to, like, have the freedom to... Be himself. Be himself. To make his own decisions <laughs> instead of... To make his own decisions, of, decide who he is. And that's the thing. Make your own decisions. That's, that's why the I like... for yourself. That's why, that's why my sign-off sure. is... Be kind, stay informed, and make a difference. Yeah, off. I guess signing off. Yeah. I gotta sign off first. For oh you, so. no, but that's <laughs> no, no, that's not gonna be my sign off today. Oh. We're not quite there yet. <laughs> we're not there yet. We're but close. We're getting close. Though, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're like the time is we're real definitely close. ticking time like down on some like time. Hour thirty. It it, yeah. it does just kind of feed into the deep south life that we've all been um, surrounded by. Mm -hmm. I mean. Definitely. Southern Southern Baptist, Southern religious nature has been intertwined with conservative Christians in the South for a very long time. And football. And, and football. It's, it's almost but extreme. It is extreme. extreme. I mean, look at, the, look at the mega churches that we see along the highways in there, the there, deep there South. Are more, there are more churches in Davidson County than there are gas stations. Yes, mm -hmm. there are. Think about that for and yeah. Think about that for a second. Well, that's it, more choices than at least they don't have to pay property taxes. Yeah, right. So mm. bro, that's what, that's what I'm saying. We need to just start a religion. Yeah. So we can have a big ass fucking house. Dude, all did you not hang hear out, me? It's called Santa. Do the shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> damn it. So uh, well, I message mean, to people. Santa, damn it. If you wanna, if you wanna join <laughs> the, the ZD. Hey, the ZD. 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 Get up on the ZD, baby. ZD. So. Uh, email us if you want to join ZD. Um, yeah, it's all about it's a cult, it's a cult full of like uh, personal freedom and expression and creativity. And if you so, want to evade property in. tax, like all yeah. churches if, out there, it's very quiet part of it. Grace. Yeah, yeah. don't have that's a disclaimer. <laughs> also, hey, also, you should at least um, know what you're getting into before <laughs> you Some of the property so, tax will not be really so <laughs> we, we're gonna we're gonna legally break the law if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, it's about time to wrap up. Uh, Annalie, do you have any more thoughts you want to give out? Anything else you want to say? Oh gosh, I mean, if you want to get rich, start a cult, start a church. There's lots of money in it. That's true. Yeah. If you want to have fun. Hang out with us and ditch yes. it all. Throw <laughs> your Sunday yes. clothes in the corner and turn up. There you go. Turn up. There you turn go. Up. Ooh, Find the that. people <laughs> that make you feel the weirdest and follow them. Yes, yeah, there you go. Hang out That's, with them. Uh, the They'll path, make you laugh. The path I took, and I'm a greater person for there it. There you mm -hmm. go. Um, well, um, this has been what episode twelve. Twelve. I keep. I keep yeah. Numbers. Episode okay. twelve, uh, psychology of cults. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I fucking enjoyed being yeah, it was part great. of it. Uh, I'm Justin Hammonds. I'm saying love, live life because it's worth living, y'all. I'm Drew Shellnut, and I am gonna say, <laughs> be kind, stay informed, and make a difference. He signed off twice today. I he did. did sign off twice. I'm good with that. I'm trying to pitch my voice to like voiceover people or something that can <laughs> make, actually make me money in my life. <laughs> I'm Grant Bramblett. Never liked you. Always loved you. Especially if you do kick off those Sunday clothes, throw them in a corner, and throw on some leather or something fun. We got pride coming up. so Especially you know, with holes in the butt and wieners area. Let, let it all hang out, baby. <laughs> oh I want rainbow headbands and nothing else. All right. There you go. There you, go. Uh, you got a little sign off? Thanks for having me. And, um,. Everybody drive safe. Uh, yes. <laughs> there you go. There you Actually, go. that's Bam. a really good one. Smoke yes. a bowl tonight. Please do drive safe. There you go. Smoke a bowl tonight. Smoke a bowl. I like that. I like Grace that. Higgs, you got something? 
Um, G Higgs. Also thrilled that I actually got to be here, yeah. considering it's like my first Monday night off. So yeah. thank you for letting mm-hmm. me sit in. Of course. And everybody out there, just be honest with yourself. Be honest with those who you love and walk the walk. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Also, um, health and wellness uh, podcast, Grace and Grant. Eventually. Yeah. That'll happen eventually. eventually. We got some things in the works. Got a little D&D mm-hmm. joint, too. Okay. Anyway, well, um, hope y'all are good. Be safe. Be happy. Uh, enjoy life while you can. It doesn't last for fucking ever. Uh, this has been a podcast called Friends, Facts, and Fiction. And we out. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next installment. Find us on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all things Friends, Facts, and Fiction. Our Instagram handle is friends underscore facts underscore fiction. As always, please reach out to us. You can send any of your questions, praise, and fact-checking to friends period facts period fiction at gmail.com. It's important to us to only propagate the truth, and we'll correct any errors we may have made. Your hosts and researchers are Justin Hammonds, Grant Bramlett, and Drew Shellnut. Our episodes are produced by Grant Bramlett, Additional producership provided by Grace Higgs. Our recording engineer is Grant Bramlett. Our editor, mix, and mastering audio engineer is Jeremy Mulder. Lighting design is provided by Justin Hammonds. Our office assistants are Gully and Bull. Our research assistants are Under and Paid. Our current interns are Lost and Questionable. Our personal drivers are Idlist and Tired. And our resident pooches are Pack and Jolene, the devil child. This has been a production of Friends, Facts, and Fiction. Princess, all up in uh, that yeah. ass. Lucy Lawless <laughs> for the win. Yeah. <laughs> well, bang, bang. That was a good warm up right there. Yeah, that was, really good. Um, that was a good warm up. Yeah, that was a good warm up.